You're listening to Season 2 of the Lifting Her Voice podcast. This is Episode number 124, and today we'll read First Chronicles chapters 9 through 11 together. We'll read a quick count of those who were first to return to Israel after the exile. Then we turn to a review of the reigns of Saul and David. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, Season 2. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me from the beginning, simply reading God's Word together. We built some spiritual muscles in 2020 with just the New Testament, but this year we're going all out, cover to cover, Old Testament and new. So whether with your first cup in the morning, your commute to work, or as the last thing on your mind before sleep, God's Word will equip you for every good work. I'm really glad you're here. First Chronicles chapter 9 All Israel was registered in the genealogies that are written in the book of the kings of Israel. But Judah was exiled to Babylon because of their unfaithfulness. The first to live in their towns on their own property again were Israelites, priests, Levites, and temple servants. These people from the descendants of Judah, Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh settled in Jerusalem. Uthai, son of Amihud, son of Omri, son of Imri, son of Bani, a descendant of Perez, son of Judah. From the Shilonites, Asaiah, the firstborn, and his sons, and from the descendants of Zerah, Jewel, and their relatives, 690 in all. The Benjaminites, Salu, son of Meshullam, son of Hodaviah, son of Hasanua, Ibniah, son of Jeroham, Elah, son of Uzai, son of Mikri, Meshullam, son of Shephatiah, son of Reuel, son of Ibnijah, and their relatives according to their family records, 956 in all. All these men were heads of their ancestral families. The priests, Jediah, Jehoiarib, Jachin, Azariah, son of Hilkiah, son of Meshullam, son of Zadok, son of Meraioth, son of Ahitub, the chief official of God's temple. Adaiah, son of Jeroham, son of Pasher, son of Melchijah, Maasai, son of Adiel, son of Jezirah, son of Meshullam, son of Meshillameth, son of Immer, and their relatives, the heads of their ancestral families, 1,760 in all. They were capable men employed in the ministry of God's temple. The Levites, Shemaiah, son of Hashab, son of Azraikam, son of Hashabiah, of the Merarites. Bakbakar, Heresh, Galil, and Mataniah, son of Micah, son of Zikri, son of Asaph. 
Obadiah, son of Shimeiah, son of Galal, son of Jeduthun, and Berechiah, son of Asa, son of Elkanah, who lived in the settlements of the Netophathites. The gatekeepers, Shalem, Akab, Telman, Ahiman, and their relatives. Shalem was their chief. He was previously stationed at the king's gate on the east side. These were the gatekeepers from the camp of the Levites. Shalem, son of Kori, son of Abiasaph, son of Korah, and his relatives from his ancestral family, the Korathites, were assigned to guard the thresholds of the tent. Their ancestors had been assigned to the Lord's camp as guardians of the entrance. In earlier times, Phineas, son of Eleazar, had been their leader, and the Lord was with him. Zechariah, son of Meshillamiah, was the gatekeeper at the entrance of the tent of meeting. The total number of those chosen to be gatekeepers at the thresholds was 212. They were registered by genealogy in their settlements. David and the seer Samuel had appointed them to their trusted positions, so they and their sons were assigned as guards to the gates of the Lord's temple, which had been the tent temple. The gatekeepers were on the four sides, east, west, north, and south. Their relatives came from their settlements at fixed times to be with them seven days, but the four chief gatekeepers, who were Levites, were entrusted with the rooms and the treasuries of God's temple. They spent the night in the vicinity of God's temple because they had guard duty and were in charge of opening it every morning. Some of them were in charge of the utensils used in worship. They would count them when they brought them in and when they took them out. Others were put in charge of the furnishings and all the utensils of the sanctuary, as well as the fine flour, wine, oil, incense, and spices. Some of the priests' son mixed the spices. A Levite called Mattathiah, the firstborn of Shalem, the Korahite, was entrusted with baking the bread. Some of the Kohathites' relatives were responsible for preparing the rows of the bread of the presence every Sabbath. The singers, the heads of the Levite families, stayed in the temple chambers and were exempt from other tasks because they were on duty day and night. These were the heads of the Levite families, chiefs according to their family records. They lived in Jerusalem. Gael fathered Gibeon and lived in Gibeon. His wife's name was Maacah. Abdon was his firstborn son. Then Zur, Kish, Baal, Ner, Nadab, Geder, Ahio, Zechariah, and Mikloth. Mikloth fathered Shimeam. These also lived opposite their relatives in Jerusalem, with their other relatives. Ner fathered Kish. Kish fathered Saul. And Saul fathered Jonathan, Malkishua, Abinadab, and Eshbaal. 
Jonathan's son was Meribael, and Meribael fathered Micah. Micah's sons, Python, Melech, Tariah, and Ahaz. Ahaz fathered Jera. Jera fathered Alimeth, Asmapheth, and Zimri. Zimri fathered Moza. Moza fathered Binea. His son was Rephaiah, his son Elasa, and his son Azel. Azel had six sons, and these were their names Azrakam, Bukiru, Ishmael, Sheariah, Obadiah, and Hanan. These were Azel's sons. First Chronicles chapter 10 The Philistines fought against Israel, and Israel's men fled from them. Many were killed on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines pursued Saul and his sons and killed his sons Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malchishua. When the battle intensified against Saul, the archers spotted him and severely wounded him. Then Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and run me through with it, or these uncircumcised men will come and torture me. But his armor-bearer would not do it, because he was terrified. Then Saul took his sword and fell on it. When his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he also fell on his own sword and died. So Saul and his three sons died. His whole house died together. When all the men of Israel in the valley saw that the army had fled and that Saul and his sons were dead, they abandoned their cities and fled. So the Philistines came and settled in them. The next day when the Philistines came to strip the slain, they found Saul and his sons dead on Mount Gilboa. They stripped Saul, cut off his head, took his armor, and sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to spread the good news to their idols and the people. Then they put his armor in the temple of their gods and hung his skull in the temple of Dagon. When all Jabesh-Gilead heard of everything the Philistines had done to Saul, all their brave men set out and retrieved the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons and brought them to Jabesh. They buried their bones under the oak in Jabesh and fasted seven days. Saul died for his unfaithfulness to the Lord, because he did not keep the Lord's word. He even consulted a medium for guidance, but he did not inquire of the Lord. So the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. 1 Chronicles chapter 11 All Israel came together to David at Hebron and said, Here we are, your own flesh and blood. Even previously when Saul was king, you were leading Israel out to battle and bringing us back. The Lord your God also said to you, You will shepherd my people Israel, and you will be ruler over my people Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron. David made a covenant with them at Hebron in the Lord's presence, 
and they anointed David king over Israel in keeping with the Lord's word through Samuel. David and all Israel marched to Jerusalem, that is, Jebus. The Jebusites who inhabited the land were there. The inhabitants of Jebus said to David, You will never get in here. Yet David did capture the stronghold of Zion, that is, the city of David. David said, Whoever is the first to kill a Jebusite will become chief commander. Joab, son of Zeruiah, went up first, so he became the chief. Then David took up residence in the stronghold. Therefore, it was called the city of David. He built up the city all the way around, from the supporting terraces to the surrounding parts, and Joab restored the rest of the city. David steadily grew more powerful, and the Lord of armies was with him. The following were the chiefs of David's warriors who, together with all Israel, strongly supported him in his reign to make him king according to the Lord's word about Israel. This is the list of David's warriors. Jashabim, son of Hakmoni, was chief of the thirty. He wielded his spear against three hundred and killed them at one time. After him, Eliezer, son of Dodo the Ahohite, was one of the three warriors. He was with David at Pashdaman when the Philistines had gathered there for battle. There was a portion of a field full of barley where the troops had fled from the Philistines. But Eliezer and David took their stand in the middle of the field and defended it. They killed the Philistines and the Lord gave them a great victory. Three of the thirty chief men went down to David, to the rock at the cave of Adullam, while the Philistine army was encamped in Rephaim Valley. At that time, David was in the stronghold, and a Philistine garrison was at Bethlehem. David was extremely thirsty and said, If only someone would bring me water to drink, from the well at the city gate of Bethlehem. So the three broke through the Philistine camp and drew water from the well at the gate of Bethlehem. They brought it back to David, but he refused to drink it. Instead, he poured it out to the Lord. David said, I would never do such a thing in the presence of my God. How can I drink the blood of these men who risked their lives? for they brought it at the risk of their lives, so he would not drink it. Such were the exploits of the three warriors. Abishai, Joab's brother, was the leader of the three. He raised his spear against three hundred men and killed them, gaining a reputation among the three. He was more honored than the three and became their commander even though he did not become one of the three. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, was the son of a brave man from Kabziel, a man of many exploits. Benaiah killed two sons of Ariel of Moab, and he went down into a pit on a snowy day and killed a lion. He also killed an Egyptian 
who was seven and a half feet tall. Even though the Egyptian had a spear in his hand like a weaver's beam, Benaiah went down to him with a staff, snatched the spear out of the Egyptian's hand, and then killed him with his own spear. These were the exploits of Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, who had a reputation among the three warriors. He was the most honored of the thirty, but he did not become one of the three. David put him in charge of his bodyguard. The best soldiers were Joab's brother Asahel, Elhanan, son of Dodo of Bethlehem, Shamoth the Herorite, Helez the Pelonite, Ira, son of Ikesh, the Tekoite, Abiezer, the Anathothite, Sibikai, the Hushathite, Elai, the Hohohite, Mahareai, the Nidaphathite, Heled, son of Baana, the Neophathite, Ithai, son of Ribai, from Gibeah of the Benjaminites, Benaiah, the Pyrathonite, Hurai, from the Wadis of Gaash, Abiel, the Arbathite, Asmaveth, the Beharumite, Elihaba, the Shalebonite, the sons of Hashem, the Gizanite, Jonathan, son of Shagiah, the Herorite, Ahiam, son of Sekar, the Herorite, Eliphel, son of Ur, Hefer, the Mekarathite, Ahijah, the Pelonite, Hezro, the Carmelite, Neareai, son of Esbei, Joel, brother of Nathan, Mibhar, son of Hagri, Zelek, the Ammonite, Neharei, the Beerathite, the armor-bearer for Joab, son of Zeruiah, Ira, the Ithrite, Gareb, the Ithrite, Uriah, the Hethite, Zabad, son of Alei, Adina, son of Shiza, the Reubenite, chief of the Reubenites, and thirty with him. Hanan, son of Maacah, Joshaphat, the Mithnite, Uziah, the Ashtarathite, Shammah, and Jeiel, the sons of Hotham, the Arorite, Jediael, son of Shimri, and his brother Johah, the Tizite, Eliel, the Maavite, Jerabai, and Joshaviah, the sons of Elnaim, Ithmah, the Moabite, Eliel, Obed, and Jeasiel, the Mazobeite. You may not recognize a lot of the names in the genealogy after the exile, yet. But the books directly following First and Second Chronicles, Ezra and Nehemiah, will tell the story of those who were first to return to Israel, and namely Jerusalem. They are heart-rending stories of a people who were enormously grateful to be returning to their homeland after 70 years. Chapters 10 and 11 should be fairly fresh in your mind, but as ancient Hebrew teaches us, 
you will read some omitted things that the books of First and Second Samuel left out. If you're confused about something, let's talk about it at LiftingHerVoice.com, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray that by spending time in His Word every day, you will be changed. Visit me at LiftingHerVoice.com with your comments and questions. And don't forget to visit the blog page while you're there. If you like the podcast, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review and share it with everyone you know. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you tomorrow.